similar to when the television program is interrupted by an emergency broadcast. God will do the same thing in our lives as well. Often, God will use a week of summer camp to interrupt our regularly scheduled lives. This week, we're gonna talk about how to take camp to campus. As I have completed the, two, the 2022 camp season, here's a look at how God interrupts our spiritual lives and how we can take camp to campus. How we can make camp more than a, a, a moment, but a movement, right? Listen, camp can be one of the most impacting moments in our spiritual lives. I believe in moments that create movements, that create maturity in our lives. Yes, God wants us to be faithful, but there are also, also times when God moves in the moment. And we know that God works through our strategies and our spiritual disciplines, but do you know, do you realize that God also works through his suddenlies and spiritual interruptions, okay? Think about that. One of my favorite thoughts from a spiritual journal that I read many years ago says this, a surprise is the finger of God touching you on the shoulder. And sometimes, listen, sometimes because our pace, because of our pace, that is his only way of speaking to us, <laughs> right? Hey, hey you, hey you, right? Camps are definitely uh, the most important time of my ministry every year. I set aside months of planning and prayer and wellness to prepare myself for a summer of eight to 10 weeks of camp. The responsibility that I carry in those moments and that many of the leaders that I know as speakers and leaders, worship leaders, carry in those moments in the summer is humbling, thrilling, and wearisome uh, all at the same time. <laughs> I know that some people see no value in camp. I get that, I've heard it. They say things like, well, camp is emotionalism. Maybe a quick look through the book of Acts would prove to be a lot of emotionalism also. <laughs> and some pretty life-altering moments, weren't they? I think when I look at moments at camp, they're like moments like the book of Acts. There's these crazy things that happen and God working through people. Why do I believe in camp? It really is simple. There is a pattern in scripture where God steps into time and speaks in a way that he does not normally speak. I think there are many ways that God works in our life, um, you know, faithfully over time strategies, and then also through suddenlies. So let me give you two of those. Let me start with strategies. That the faithfulness, the longevity, the, the, um, the scholarly, knowledgeable, wisdom work of God over time. There's a power in systematic strategies of spiritual disciplines in our life. The written work of God speaking, right? The, the written word of God speaking to us. The spiritual work that we put in over time, um, over commitments, over disciplines, such as Bible reading, prayer, fasting, uh, having mentors in your life, giving, simplicity, 
there's, there's no replacement for the spiritual patterns, right? And the disciplines. There are some attitudes and vices that you will never be able to get rid of without spiritual discipline, right? Unless you're willing to daily dive into maturity. The responsibility is not always God to deliver us, it's ourselves to discipline us. You cannot cast out the flesh in your life. It's that simple. You have to crucify it, bring it into submission to kill it. Matthew 16 talks about that, where Jesus talked about the importance of taking up your cross daily in order to be a disciple, not just annually at camp <laughs> or Wednesday night at the youth group. The word for disciple here is part of the root of the word discipline or beating yourself under control, like boxing, it, it, it really signifies practicing the things that produce in you spiritual maturity. Are you willing to practice at home the things that uh, you practiced at camp? Think about that, right? And that takes death and discipline daily. The discipline is an important daily strategy that produces spiritual maturity. Just just an important yearly strategy, just like an important yearly strategy to go to camp or convention. What are you planning to do for your spiritual success? Because if you plan, listen, if you fail to plan, then you are planning to fail. Bible reading, prayer, fasting, worship, godly, all of those things, simplicity, giving, are all a vital part of your spiritual success. That's the strategy. But then there is this other work of the Holy Spirit in your spiritual success, and that's suddenlies. Okay, so let's, let's talk about suddenlies, the last part of this. The strategies are the faithfulness, the suddenly is the moment. There is this power in the interruption of a suddenly into your life. And this is why I believe so much in camp. A week of camp is time away from what is deadening and what is familiar to you, uh, the friends that distract you. And sometimes it takes that tap on the shoulder, hey, 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 hello, right, for us to be awakened and to set aside time like a week of camp. It is time where there's an intentional setting charged with the anticipation and faith that goes with the weeks before and then the weeks after, the stories and every, all the excitement, right? But then what are we going to do with that? What are students going to do and leaders going to do and churches and pastors, parents? What do we do post-camp? Because we know the changes that happen in the camp setting. What about the changes that happen in the campus setting post-camp? Where God's Spirit can do, yes, more in a moment with our hunger, anticipation, our desire in that week that he could do in a, in a lifetime in our life. We've heard the stories, Saul to Paul. We've watched the, the transformation of people in the moment. All the way through scripture, there are suddenlies. It's not a lost art. It's not a lost move in, in, in the scriptures. Joshua 11, where Joshua's army strikes the king of Hazor out of nowhere suddenly. First Kings 18, the sudden death of the false prophets. Quickly, in a moment, not all day as they were praying, but in a moment, things turned. 
2 Kings chapter 2. The chariot of God sweeps Elijah away suddenly. Boom, off the earth, that quick. Proverbs, the destruction comes upon the foolish suddenly. Blessings come upon the wise suddenly. Ezekiel 37, remember the spirit of the Lord came upon the valley of dry bones suddenly. There was a rattling. Matthew 28, Jesus appears suddenly on the road after the resurrection, right? Remember that? And he begins to walk on this road. Mark chapter one, the spirit came upon Jesus suddenly at his baptism. Mark 13, the sudden return of Christ, catching up those who have fallen asleep. I, I, I love that. That's a great study in itself. Luke chapter two, the angel hosts appearing suddenly to the shepherds, announcing the birth of the Christ out of nowhere. Acts chapter two, you know that the church began with an outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon mankind suddenly. Even over the course of three years of Jesus' final preaching, all of a sudden, suddenly, the Holy Spirit is poured out. Acts 16, the sudden earthquake that opened the prison doors for Paul and Silas after they had been there. Acts 9, Acts 22, one of the most powerful stories in all of Scripture. Paul telling of this light that came from heaven that shone upon him. And suddenly, he was changed into the powerful apostle. Listen, the word suddenly is also similar to an epidemic, right? An epidemic or a breakout. It captures how quickly God can move in athletics. We call it mojo, <laughs> right? Or when a team gets on a roll. A basketball team has a 16-2 to two run, and the outcome of the game is changed, right? It's a, the swing of emotions. An interruption stops everything and gets our attention, like that TV announcement at the beginning of this cast. It has happened throughout history. Other terms that we've used have described the suddenly as a viral, epidemic, contagious, rapid, or instant change. Sometimes we become familiar or settled in our relationship with God. And we can lose interest. We can lose passion and become apathetic. I have learned that I can have as much of God that I want. And I usually, listen, that usually is dependent upon my hunger for God and my willingness to seek him with those daily strategies, right? But then, as we close today, there are those other moments that become a suddenly, not a strategy, but a sudden interruption where God comes in and rescues us like a, a cardiac arrest, a, a person going through a cardiac arrest and those paddles are placed on them and the power of that moment uh, is, is like an awakening to the heart and to that life. Well, that to me is what happens in the camp setting. So, if we are awakened in that camp setting, how do we get that specifically into the campus setting? Listen, in a tragic way, the flu epidemic in the spring of 1918 began on the East Coast. And in six months later, six months later, 24 million people were dead 
worldwide because of a cough <coughs> in a public restaurant or bathroom or a schoolhouse. And in a productive way, let me talk about the spread of something. That was a catastrophic way, but in a productive way. Remember the Hush Puppies organization? It was going to close in 1984. A struggling company had only sold 30,000 uh, shoes in its first decade of existence, Hush Puppies. Fearing closure, the company made a few small changes by placing a logo of a dog, a little puppy, on the shoe. And the next year, not decade, the next year, they went from 30,000 sales to 430,000 sales. The following year, so within two years, 1996, they sold two million pairs of shoes. Both of these examples prove the impacting power of sudden changes. I believe God can do the same thing in your life. I believe that if you will allow God to interrupt your regularly scheduled life, the strategies that you've put into place, God can do something unestimable in your life if you'll just simply trust him to take what he did in that camp setting and duplicate that in the setting that you're in now on campus, at home, in the church, right? Think about that. Are you willing to do the things that you did at camp to see that breakthrough? Are you willing to do those things on the campus? Worship, prayer, leading, sharing your faith. Thanks for joining us again. God bless you. You can catch all of this on the iTunes podcast, YouTube, and the manuscript at youthology.com. Find us on the socials at The Lake Tree.